CBCS Sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Welcome in here to MTCS Cougar Corner. Glad you're along with us. Brian Barrett joined by Jason Piercy, the uh, boys head coach. And you wear many, many hats there at MTCS, Coach. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing doing all right. Um, we have seemed to talk um, more about COVID all morning than anything else. I guess it's kind of dominating the uh, the conversation. It certainly has dominated athletics this year, hasn't it? Uh, it absolutely has. Um, you know, I, I just it such it, it really. I, I was driving in, listening to another radio show, th- thinking, listening to the interviews of football coaches, and I thought, you know, I don't, I don't think many of us thought we'd get to this point, just getting through football and now starting basketball. I know there's a lot of people nervous about will we get to finish, uh, honestly, but uh, you know, and how many games we're going to get in, uh, being an indoor sport in the middle of flu season and all that, but. You know, I we just try to take the approach as whatever game we can get and let kids play. Let's you know that's that's what's most important this year. And if we all keep that in mind, the rest of it doesn't really matter this year. Yeah, um, you know, and and I think the approach that we've had has been responsible. Uh, maybe your thoughts on that because uh, there there has definitely been a lot of effort put into. Uh, making sure everybody is safe as possible, being in the school buildings and with contact tracing and all. I know that it has to be um, just mind-blowing, the, the amount of, of work and effort that goes into all of that, but trying to create the safest environment for the kids, not only on the athletic court or field, but also in school too. Well, it's, it's hard because, I mean, you, you've got to train yourself. I mean, even with the mask when you're in, with kids and huddles and – I mean, you just don't think about that thing, and you've got to train yourself, and it's uncomfortable, and it's a pain, and you, you learn how to hold that mask off your mouth a little bit so you're, you don't eat your uh, your neck gaiter or whatever while you're upsetting the timeout. But, you, I mean, it's stuff like that. I mean, uh, the water bottles. We had to number towels. You know, you have to – I'm doing more laundry this year than I've ever done, you know, and all combined, you know, just because you got to do it every time. We're wiping down everything, um, you know, the ticket management. It's such a pain, and I know it's a pain for fans. It's a pain for us, and, and making sure you get all the right emails out and the communication. But I mean, in the end, that's that's kind of you know, that's um, kind of the mindset you have to have. If 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 you don't have that mindset of whatever it takes to let kids play, because going through the spring season and, and and what happened with those kids and just seeing that they didn't get to play and the seniors not having a, you know, that that kind of. Uh, you know, capping off their senior year. It just, I mean, it, it's really, yeah, it's tiring. I mean, it's, it's a pain. It's, it's a lot more hours, but you know what? Um, if, if just to get kids out there and let them play, I mean, that, like I said, that's the most important thing right now. And that if we keep that mindset that nothing else matters. Let's just make sure we get the games going, do everything we can to keep people safe and keep the kids safe and, and get them out there. It, it's going to be, and I know other coaches probably said the same thing. You know, we, we told our coaches, boys and girls staff, well, all our coaches this year, you may practice with a full crew today and tomorrow you may not have half your team. 
you may not have half your coach. You may not have any coaches. I mean, I, later in a couple hours, I'm coaching a fifth and sixth grade basketball game because our coaches are all out. <laughs> and so, and, and that's, that's a different animal to itself. I mean, <laughs> so it, it's just this year, you know, I, I've missed first two games. Um, being out and my assistants had to step up and, and our middle school coach has been out. it's just it that's just the way it is and so we've just told everybody everybody's wearing talk about wearing different hats we're all coaching everything this year and everybody's stepping in when they have to but yeah it it's a lot more work it's a it's it's a pain but it's you know keep the you keep the right thing in front of you what your goal is uh, of getting kids out there to play uh, and that's the most important thing Jim McDowell called me in the Lebanon I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but when we played in the Hall of Fame and we were supposed to play, I think, Franklin County, and he calls me and says that, you know, we had to switch. You want to play Mount Juliet? Well, that's not first on my list of teams that want to play. But, sure, you know, I, right, I Jim. Yeah, come on. Yeah, sure. I was like, oh, I just kind of laughed. I said, Jim, it doesn't matter this year. Just put us on there. We'll go play whoever because, I mean, you, you can't pick and choose really. And, you know, so it is what it is. And, and we are we just have to adjust and go with it. Yeah, man. I, I, there are so many things going on. And, you know, we have – I worried early on about – you know, how do we do the coaches show and, you know, many different things just from our broadcast standpoint. And it's like, I think we're going to need to do this virtually and how are coaches going to, you know, like doing this. And, you know, you, you, you go through all of those things, but in the end, I think everybody, uh, is, is much, everybody is much more flexible right now, just because they know that you're going through things and, and they are, and, and all we're all trying to do here is we're trying to promote kids. You're trying to coach kids and give them a chance to play. So I, I think we're a lot more flexible maybe now. I don't know. I think so. I think we are. Maybe we, we may have been forced into it, but <laughs> it's uh, you know it is what it. It's kind of the phrase we kind of joke say it is what it is this year, and that that's kind of you say that a lot uh, in a lot of different situations. But it is. I mean, you just this is what we're living through right now, and so we're just yeah we have to be flexible. Well, we, maybe know, maybe we'll use that. It is what it is as the theme of twenty twenty, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say the theme would be get out of here and let's start in twenty twenty one, but you know whatever. Um, it, you know that, that's the that's kind of the mindset we're taking is let's keep the let's keep the priority straight on what we're what we're trying to do here. Jason Piercy joining us this morning, talking MTCS athletics and boys basketball, obviously. So. Um, I, I know the girls have had, uh, I guess both your varsity teams have had to deal with COVID then, uh, because you mentioned yourself and, uh, I don't know, kind of get us, give us an update on that. Well, yeah. Uh, and, and, and the one that was interesting, you know, kind of like the, you, you worry about your own team, you know, contact tracing someone who gets it in class or whatever. And, you know, uh, it kind of hit us at what if the other team, you know, what team we play has a kid test positive when we played them. And that's the first thing that happened this year when we played a game and school called us the next day and said, hey, uh, you know, we had a situation. We have a kid that's positive. So, you know, we called our school nurse and talked to the health department and we had to quarantine our girls team uh, for two weeks. And they, we've had to uh, move and, and postpone and cancel a few games for them. Uh, and thankfully, uh, they get to return. I think they return to practice today. So uh, I know that they'll be excited and ready to go um, and get them back in. And, you know, and like I said, I, you know, I had it over Thanksgiving break and didn't miss much school time, which was good. But, 
you know, missed a few practices, missed uh, the first two games. Uh, luckily, I've got the very competent Ed Watson to, who is always glad to step in and fire me and take over and and get to call the shots. So, <laughs> so he yeah, that, he and uh, B.J. Robertson, who helps us, uh, both stepped in, and, and you know, Billy Snell uh, stepped in, and I I don't even worry about it. I know that we've all been together so long, we know what each other thinks, and so. Uh, they did a great job in those, in you know, uh, kind of keep you know driving the ship, I guess you would say, uh, for a few days. And then, uh, you know, yesterday we we had a situation. Now our, our high school team's on quarantine, so we're, you know, it's just, it's going to be this way. And we just, uh, uh, I feel bad for the referee signers, to be quite honest with you, because <laughs> I changed one game uh, yesterday three different times from a from a double header to a, girl, a boys game only to a girls game only to no game or whatever it was. And wow. I feel bad for them. And, and, uh, but you know, so hopefully these new guidelines that are in place, you know, uh, there, there's actually a chance that, you know, we could be back by the end of next week. So, um, you know, so we're just gonna, I mean, we just, you know, we told our team from the beginning, be, be thankful for every day. And it's not a blame game. It's not like you're intentionally, getting COVID to, to put the team on quarantine or opponents aren't either. And so it's, it's uh there's no blame. We're just gonna, it's just life and we're going to, we're going to go with it and, and we'll do what we can play as many as we can and, and see what happens in the end. So my understanding is if let's play, let's say you, you play team X and team X has a player that played in the game that tested positive then anybody who played in that game versus yeah. Team X is having to quarantine. Is that how it, it goes? Well, yeah, that's – I mean, it was kind of a scenario. We had, you know, you think about yourself, really. You think about what happens if a kid in class or this and that, and, and I'm part of the helping with contact tracing here at school, and so unfortunately I'm well-versed in some of it. And uh, so, you know, when he gets down to – you know, we got into the season, we thought, well, what happens if this – you know, like you said – Team X calls and says, hey, last night we had this kid play. What do we do? You know, and it was really kind of we all looked around. I had to call school of the day, uh, you know, and, and tell them, you know, that we had somebody that played in the game. It turns out this has happened. And I just said, hey, I, you know, it's kind of like the school and they school called us. It's like, hey, I'm just passing this information along, <laughs> you know. And uh, he called back and, and said, uh, Hey, what's your policy on this? <laughs> it was kind of funny. It's like we were in the same boat a week, you know, a week before going, you know, it's one of those things you just hadn't thought about yet, in a sense. Um, but, you know, we called the health, you know, we, we deal directly with the health department and what they're, what they say to do, we do. And so we called them and said, hey, this has happened. You know, we worked with our school nurse who is very much overworked right now. <laughs> and uh, we talked with them and, uh, and, and determined that, yeah, I mean, you got, touching the basketball you can't determine if they you know guard them not guard them so pretty much everybody at the end of the game is the way we did it and uh under their guidance so yeah that's um that's an added wrinkle that uh really kind of you know <clears throat> excuse me that's a phone call you hate to make to another school too yeah because it's, it's really no fault of their own there's no fault of anybody's but i mean it's really you know they didn't have anybody sick it just happened to be kind of in the same like being in a classroom sitting next to a kid it's kind of the same thing you're in a game next to a kid and so um that one worries me a lot every time you play and um you know uh, our middle school term is coming up next week and 
you know, we had a couple schools that we had some games to play. They had some games. We just finally said, let's just use common sense and not play those because let's just set the term. Let's get through the tournament because if we were to play them, we could have another contact trace like that. So, I mean, that, there's some there's some decisions that, that are coming into play that you never would have thought of would have happened. Yeah. Um, you know, um, that that's that's the interesting thing of – splitting up more boys girls playing jv boys and varsity boys back to back i mean it's 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 just a different year for sure most certainly is um let's take a quick break here on cougar corner when we come back we'll continue the conversation with uh boys basketball coach jason piercy here on mtcs cougar corner Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at wgnsports.com, and on our iPhone and Android apps. Back here with uh, Jason Piercy on MTCS Cougar Corner, and uh, I know we have spent a whole lot of time talking about COVID and coach, it does dominate a lot of things, but, um, you know, right now it's just got to be, a, uh, I wanted to say a week at a time. It's almost a day at a time and, and play when you can play. That's exactly right. <laughs> you just don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So enjoy the day that you're in and, uh, enjoy being around the kids working with them and, and then we'll deal with tomorrow when it gets here. Yeah. So uh, kind of update us on how many games you have been able to play here so far. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> we played three so far. Um, we have played. We played Mount Juliet High School, like I mentioned earlier, in, in the uh, Lebanon uh, kind of um, uh, Hall of Hall of Fame or Hall of Champions uh, play day. Played Mount Juliet. Play played fairly well. I mean, from what I saw, I, I, you know, like I said, I was at home. Uh, I thought our kids competed hard. Uh, it, it, I tell you, and other coaches probably talk about this too. It's it's funny. A lot of coaches are talking about this. This is basically preseason scrimmages still, because we didn't have summer. We didn't have you couldn't have scrimmages. So 
you know, I, last night or, uh, excuse me, Thursday, you know, um, was our third game against community and we played them in a second game the way it worked out with, with moving games around. And so, uh, last night I, I told them, I said, Hey, you gotta give me some slack too. This is the first time I've seen you play against somebody myself live, um, since February. So it was, uh, I had to get back in the groove of it a little bit too. So, you know, we're all trying to catch up, but, uh, you know, we played Mount Judah. I thought we played pretty tough um, um, in that first game. Uh, you know, they made some play. It was kind of just back and forth. They got a little bit of a lead and just kind of, you know, went back and forth the rest of the way. Uh, went over to community and jumped out big uh, at their place, uh, about almost almost 20, I think it was, 18 or 19 and a half. And then, you know, just like it is every time we play community, they come back, find, find guys open behind the three-point line and, Started knocking down shots and then uh, end up with tied with a few seconds and and you know got an inbound. Jack Juvenile drive drove the lane and uh, got it up there, let it fall and uh, made a free throw. Ended up coming out of there, surviving, win by three, and then uh, had a game moved and ended up playing uh, community back to back essentially for us. And uh, they came over here Thursday and uh, kind of the flip flop. We we couldn't score in the first half. And just a really an ugly first half for both those. I'd probably say it was like 19 to 12 at half, and and uh, we came out with much better third and fourth quarter, and uh, ended up uh, when it was all said and done, ended up pulling out a two point win against them. And our games are always like that with them. It's kind of back and forth, and whoever can survive and make the last free throws or something. Uh, so um, so that was good. I mean, you know. We haven't conquered the world or anything yet, for sure. We're we're still learning and, and trying to figure out roles and and, and you know uh, where guys fit and best best uh, kind of rotations. But uh, but I mean you know to be two and one on the start and play the you know play Mount Juliet tough. I mean, pretty happy with it right now. Jason, uh, as we kind of look ahead here too, I want to give you a chance to talk about your guys as well. But um, kind of. What what does the next week look like? Uh, I, I know you had some district games here scheduled, and those are all very important uh, to get in. So, kind of kind of what what's that going to look like for for you guys and and the girls too? Well, for us, I got a lot of free time right now during quarantine, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I get to sit and think a lot about what we do. Now, but we had a game today with friendship. We obviously uh, we'd already since our girls are quarantined, we we had just made it a boys only game, and now you know that's not going to happen. Um, with our guys out and then we play CPA next Tuesday uh, in our first what what is now our first district game and uh, that was going to be boys only as well uh, but we've moved that game to January 27th uh, and and just it's just in the middle of the week uh, in January and we're going to stack up in January by the way when it's all said and done but uh, so we've moved that game as well uh, so our next our next game is next Friday, uh, the 11th with PC, over at PCA, and then we play that that Saturday afternoon at FRA here. Uh, both of those being district games. Our, our guys are slated to get back under these new guidelines on that Friday, and and we're just gonna go play. I mean, we can't keep pushing games back just because of <laughs> I need two days to get prepared. I mean, it, it's not gonna happen this year, so. We just told them, said, you know, you guys get back, just be ready, and we'll travel across uh, across the airport here and play play PCA and just and, and just go. But uh, 
the girls are, you know, same thing, same scenario. Um, you know, they, they were slated to be out till December 8th, but under the new guidelines, things have changed. So, so like I said earlier, they're going to start practicing today. Um, and, uh, since we've already moved that CPA and set it up and now they've, you know, once you move games, it's hard to go back because they, they've already got something going on that day now. So, uh, so anyway, uh, we both are set to go to PCA next Friday. And that uh, CPA game, was that a home game that you moved to the 27th? It, it was going to be a home game, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we just moved it to January 27th. I've changed our, our game schedule about 18 times already this year. <laughs> oh, well, we've changed our broadcast schedule many times. And, you know, my goal this year, I said I'm going to try to do my best to keep up and – you know, when you're talking about 12 teams uh, or 12 schools and 24 teams, it's I just kind of threw my hands up and said, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> but uh, we're doing our best here just to find out. The coaches show is more information for us, too, you know. <laughs> oh, I, I get people asking me, but can I get in the gym at this time? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Just show up, you find a spot, go. <laughs> oh, goodness. You mentioned uh, uh, Jubinville just a second ago. And that's that's one familiar name uh, for MTCS fans, I'm sure. Uh, kind of talk to us about your personnel here as we wrap up this morning. Well, we've got several seniors that are, that are going to play a lot of a lot of minutes, and some young kids as well. We got a nice blend. Jack Jubinville, like I said, uh, is, is one of our senior guards. He, you know, uh, he struggled the other night against Community. They were, they were up in his face a little bit, and that's part of learning when you become kind of one of the scorers. That you're going to get a lot more attention. So. That's it's a growing process for him trying to figure out that uh, you know he had he had 19 in both the first two games in each of the first two games so uh, he's a guy that can if he gets open uh, and you know gets an open three he can knock it down he can drive in he can make some things happen uh, but you know like I said he's learning that role and and that's going there's going to be some ups and downs that's just part of being you know the 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 shooter um, you know we've got Brock Culpepper's back. You know, all of these guys have spent time on and off the starting lineup, and you know that we we've got a bunch. I told them a lot of them. We could start a lot of different scenarios depending on who we're playing. But Brock Culpepper is really kind of getting back in the groove. He had some uh, arm issues out of baseball, and so he's he's just kind of really starting to you know get back into it. And uh, you know, he's big for us. I think he was our second leading scorer last year. So um, we you know we'll depend a lot on him. Ross Prosser is is kind of taking uh, the reins as our point guard and he's just solid steady can knock down open shots tough defender uh, so he's an important part Jonathan Burns um, had a great year in football and is, is back with us and he's, he's getting his basketball legs back under him uh, and, and he is a great lockdown defender uh, very physical kid and can knock down the, the open shot and uh, you got Trent McGowan's another senior for us uh, Trent is just a hard working we can play him guard post anything he can he can defend inside guys he can rebound well uh he stepped out of the night to the three and knocked down a, a, an open three uh he can drive to the rim he's, he's a good solid 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 player and, and and you know very very physical and so we got some other kids i mean Alaric watson's coming you know out of football and you know he's been he's been out for a while uh trying to get him healthy and uh, so he hasn't even joined us yet. So he's he's we're giving him some time to get kind of get, get back to the <laughs> the walk. Uh, the rest of us, the healthy ones, and so giving him some time to catch up. 
you know, you got uh, sophomores Andrew Adams and Devin Hill, uh, kind of like two brothers out there. Honestly, they've been growing up playing with each other forever. And um, very similar, you know, two kids that are long, uh, athletic, can step out, can shoot three, can drive to the rim, be physical. We're, we're trying to get them to be more assertive offensively. Uh, and and be a little more uh i guess intense and tougher defensively and they're, they're doing a great job they're learning as they go they've been both of them played a lot as a freshman so uh, you know we expect a lot of good things out of them you know and and, and we got several other guys that are coming in some you know eli wilson will come in and help us as a freshman you know we're trying we haven't had a chance to get him back in either so we're you know some of these guys coming out of football and quarantines and everything else so you just kind of you know we have we haven't had our full um top to bottom rosters i'd call it just yet you know but uh we've had a lot of guys contribute so far we'll probably have a lot more uh Gaines Austin has, has done really well this year he's starting to get a few minutes here and there and uh has done well so i mean uh i'm really excited about them they're they're a fun team to, to coach um they are uh, very committed on the defensive end we may not always do it right but they they play intense they want to stop people and that's a whole lot better than teams that don't care about defending just want the ball back and want to score i mean it's a lot more fun to coach and 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 you know we've you know, i mean our our scores i think we've given up you know 53 54 and and 37 so that's not bad so i mean we can we can work with that uh, you know so uh uh, I'm just I'm real excited about them. It's just it's one of those things you, you know you, you wish it was one normal year and you can see everything kind of grow and come together and it's not going to be so I mean you know we need to put that aside but but it's 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 kind of fun we got a lot of parts and if we met you know uh, Jonathan Burns started for us the last half of the year and he wasn't in the first couple of games so he had his first game uh, Thursday so just you know like i said it is what it is and and uh we're just gonna roll and plug guys in and and let them play and and so like you said earlier we gotta be flexible that's uh yeah that's a good word for it (laughs) (laughs) jason i appreciate you spending some time with us here this morning and um Hopefully we'll be able to, uh, in the next couple of weeks, talk about uh, several games when we get back with you here on the uh, 19th. I hope so, too. Appreciate it. Absolutely. That's Jason Piercy, the uh, head coach, athletic director, dean of students, all kinds of things there at uh, MTCS joining us here on the show today. That will wrap up MTCS Cougar Corner, but stay tuned. We've got special Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner conversation with Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy coming up next. <laughs> 